Hi and welcome to the Psyche Podcast where we discuss all things mindset, mental well-being and living your best life. I'm your host Hannah and I'm a mindset and mental well-being coach and founder of Psyche Coaching. Welcome and we hope you enjoy the show. Hello, um, it's me Hannah um, and we're doing a bit of a solo episode today. So yeah, we're... Um, I just thought I would do um, a solo episode. I had a couple of things I wanted to talk about and I've just done my second ever interview for the podcast, uh, which was amazing. Um, I was <laughs> originally planning to, you know, have a half hour, 45 minute chats and um, four hours <laughs> that I was uh, drinking coffee and chatting to the fabulous Sarah who will be on the podcast next week. Um, and so, I, you know, it's the, the first face-to-face interview, second interview. Um, and actually, from that, I kind of thought I've got these questions that I ask everyone to get their insight and to get their thoughts and, you know, what mindset and mental well-being mean to them. And uh, in the very first episode, I touched a little bit on kind of my why and talked about what um, mindset and mental well-being mean to me. But I haven't really gone through the other questions. So I thought I'd kind of um, into myself um, <laughs> a little bit in this episode. And I also wanted to talk about, um, you know, I sort of said the, the reason for starting the podcast and starting kind of coaching is from, you know, my own work on my mindset and that kind of journey. And, um, you know, it being something that really worked for me. And so I thought sharing some some of the strategies that I use, um, some of the things that have been beneficial for me on my own personal journey. So here we go. Uh, so the first question I normally ask people is to introduce themselves and say what they do. Uh, so I'm Hannah and uh, I am the founder of Psyche Coaching and Psyche Podcast. Uh, so I am a mindset and mental well-being coach and honestly it's something that is uh, quite new um, so it's still in its infancy being set up uh, alongside that I am a psychology teacher um, I tutor I um, also work in finance so I do quite quite a lot of things but the kind of coaching is my real passion and um, yeah, the thing I kind of feel like I'm meant to be doing. And it has taken me a little while to find that thing. Um, but yeah, that's it's sort of taking the bits of psychology that I find really interesting. It's taking the bits of working with people in education that I find interesting and sort of combining it into something that, you know, I could just talk about all day and uh, I'm quite happy to do. Uh, so that's um, who I am. And uh, yeah, that's the uh, kind of first question. Uh, so the second one I always ask people is, you know, what always boosts their mood? Um, and I guess I have a couple of go-tos. Uh, I don't think you can go wrong with a cup of coffee or a cup of tea. Uh, so, you know, that's sort of one of my first go-tos for feeling a bit stressed or a bit anxious. Uh, although I think coffee, caffeine, you have to be careful if you're feeling anxious because if I have too much, uh, <laughs> and that's not not good either. 
Uh, quite often I, you know, might phone a friend to have a chat. Um, I quite often, if I'm, if I'm driving around, phone a friend um, just to talk. Or actually I um, might put on some of like, my favourite music to kind of sing along to. Or if I'm at home, have a little dance around the kitchen too. Um, so music is a big one. Um, my pup pup. Uh, so Hector, who is our staffy rescue, who is uh, 10 years old, and he is just so funny. He is so loving and caring, but also a complete diva and a bit of a grump. Um, <laughs> so at the moment, he's been um, he's been chewing his paw, so he's got a cone on so that it has a chance to heal. So he's kind of feeling a little bit sorry for himself. Um, but not too much, he's kind of got used to it, and he does not have the best spatial awareness anyway and so now with this cone on he's just you know banging into everything um taking him out on a walk with it and he's just you know collecting leaves in it and everything but he's just you know he's just such a little bundle mostly <laughs> happiness but you know actually even when he's being grumpy his character is really funny uh, so you know having cuddles with him and spending time with him always cheers me up um i suppose that you know other little things are um, anything that makes me laugh so you know watching funny videos I think if I'm feeling that kind of just a bit ugh, and uh, not really feeling anything then I'll quite often just like mindlessly watch things on YouTube but they're usually something funny or something musical um, so a bit of a boost you know like a bath I really <laughs> haven't done this for a while probably should um, is to run a bath with a lush bath bomb um a cup of tea or sometimes like a, a drink cider or something and and i kind of read you know i'll read in the bath face mask on and just kind of completely chill out and it's the sort of act of self-care as well um but i think when i'm really busy i feel like i don't have time to do that so that's maybe something that i do need to to do this week um so I've got two weeks, uh, it's half term from school, we have two weeks half term, which is a fab. Uh, so, I mean, I'm still doing other things, um, but, you know, it is a chance to have a bit of downtime and a bit of relaxation. So definitely um, need to factor some of that in. Um, one of the big things that boosts my mood, and this is like a new discovery, um, in some ways, I mean, I, you know, I it's wild swimming so i'll tell you what it is first no secret uh so you know i grew up by the beach during the summer i would swim in the sea um throughout my childhood and then i've sort of moved inland um and so that's not something that i've done so much and then in the summer i did a triathlon or i actually did a duathlon because i timed out and didn't have time to do the run which is um part of me is you know a bit disappointed because i would have liked to have done the whole thing but I am not a natural runner. I can't run four and a half miles, so it would have been difficult. Um, and you know what, I just had a really jolly swim and bike ride. Uh, it was a beautiful day. But I swam around the lake at Stourhead. And uh, Stourhead is a stunning National Trust site. One of my favorite places. Um, <clears throat> anytime I do like a deep imagining that goes to your favorite place in nature, it's one of the ones up there. Um, and I, yeah, so I'm around the lake and I kind of got this um, wild swimming, open swimming bug. So through the whole summer, I was swimming at um, a river 
near us that has the oldest uh, river swimming club in the world. Um, and it's this lovely, like stunning river spot. Um, and I was swimming every day, um, pretty much. Um, and then some days, like an, an extra step. So obviously the swim, I was swimming with a friend and we did some heads up breaststroke swimming. Um, and so we were kind of chatting and reflecting on life as well. So it was kind of, um, you know, that kind of connection and, um, I don't, I don't know what the word is, <laughs> that kind of connection and social aspect as well as like the stunning, stunning scenery, like the water and, and that's, you know, really, really good for, for you. It's like anti-inflammatory circulation. And I, I am going to do an episode on wild swimming, um, in the future because it's something that you know I've just sort of been infusing about to everyone um but it was so so good for my mood um for my headspace but also just a lot of fun and what was I guess like the cherry on the top was some days um with my friend that I was swimming with we would go for breakfast afterwards uh, and so you know it was just like a fab morning and uh, to be honest by like 9am um, we kind of finished so I would and this is a you know massive transformation from where I was before and I sort of said about exercise having a huge impact so you know if you'd said to me last year uh, that I would become a morning person and that I would be up exercising every morning mega early um, I would have laughed and actually one of my dear dear friends I traveling with did say she was genuinely surprised that this has now become my life <laughs> so throughout the summer I was up at five every day uh, in the gym at six to do a CrossFit session um, and then by 7.20 so it's like a 45 minute CrossFit se session and by like 7.20 I was in the river swimming with my friend and then about eight-ish went for breakfast not every day um, so yeah, by like nine o'clock when I was like then heading into work, um, I'd already done all of that and had, you know, just exercise, which has been, had a profound impact on my mood, the wild swimming and the benefits of that, that kind of social time. Um, and I just think it was, um, you know, although I was working throughout the summer, I only had a week off, actually it was such a healing time just from, you know, like that those mornings focusing on myself and having you know that experience um but yeah that's <laughs> Monday to Friday and then we were still wild swimming at the weekend but slightly later actually I say that <laughs> like half seven so only like and you know a tiny amount but um unfortunately then going back into school um the new role the timings haven't worked out and I haven't had a chance to go um wild swimming now and the rivers in spate so um it's too high and too fast to swim in so i'm definitely going to try and do some more um wild swimming or get back in the water because we had wanted to do it year round but um circumstances have not allowed us to at the moment but wild swimming i feel i've talked about longer than all the others and it will get a whole episode to itself the benefits and, and whatever but it you know it it does bring me so much joy that and then you know being active which is something I think for years I sort of you know was very sporadic in being active and then not and you know 
yeah, that's kind of a change. But on the flip side, uh, having a lion being about that also <laughs> brings me a lot of joy. And you know, sometimes that's what I need. I love, love, love a power nap. So if I'm feeling tired uh, or a headache or anything like that, I'll have um, a 20 minute power nap. So, you know, if you um, know anything about stages of sleep and kind of sleep cycles, 20 minutes or two hours are the sort of times to go for so that you're waking up in a lighter stage of sleep. And actually, if I have a 20 minute power nap, sometimes I don't even really sleep. I'm just closing my eyes and I'm kind of snuggling up in bed and I'm just zoning out and, you know, quieting my mind or maybe thinking over something. Um, that I need to process or need to think about but um, I cannot recommend naps highly enough that you know if I'm stressed you know if I can get a 20 minute power nap which is not always possible unfortunately um, <laughs> there is a, something that someone invented which is a desk hammock so like a hammock under the desk which I think is genius uh, and I would love to have um, but alas I do not have one of those uh, so that is um, a very, very long answer about what boosts my mood. So there we go. My next question is what makes life meaningful for me? And I think, you know, family and friends are important. But, you know, I am I'm really, really work focused. But I don't think that's necessarily true. I'm kind of purpose driven. And I... I have always had this thing about you know living a meaningful life and helping others and you know I'm I'm the kind of healer idealist in the Myers-Briggs personality type that kind of wanting to heal the world help everyone and, and that kind of thing but I think I said this in the in the first episode about the why I you know kind of realized that for me to have a meaningful life I have to help other people to find joy to find meaning and it's all about that kind of service and um, and helping other people um but i it's not in a completely like saintly way um, i'm definitely uh, kind of ego driven at times or whatever but yeah it's that kind of helping other people and sharing knowledge and you're learning i love to learn I'm always studying something and sometimes I feel like I need to take a step back and enjoy life a little bit more but actually you know I'm sort of in the zone and in the flow when I am studying and learning stuff if it's the right stuff I <laughs> this year um earlier this year I was sort of thinking I was going to do this course um and I was talking about the idea of doing maths and computing for this idea that I could you know do some coding and make these amazing programs or whatever and I taught maths um not to a really high level but kind of taught maths and I enjoy it to a certain extent and then I tried to learn it <laughs> in a in, you know degree level basically and it just wouldn't go in and I just realized I didn't care enough about it for it to sink in you know it wasn't my passion it was maybe some idea I'd kind of picked up from someone else or from somewhere you know that I kind of thought was a good idea and kind of ran with it and then actually the reality was it was not it's not for me I you know I um I also you know psychology is my passion I 
enjoy teaching psychology I don't enjoy a lot of the other stuff that goes along with teaching um but I really enjoy the kind of pastoral side of the job that actually kind of working with young people and kind of you know sort of helping them when they're sort of not in a good place or they're stuck or, or that kind of thing um and then I've toyed with the idea of becoming a psychologist um you know educational clinical or you know and actually I've come to settle on this idea of kind counselling, counselling psychologists, coaching, that sort of helping people who are feeling lost, feeling stuck, you know, experiencing anxiety or depression, that kind of stuff, um, and helping them to get through that and to reconnect with themselves, to, um, I think that kind of big things on my, my online course, which is coming next month, is that, you know, knowing yourself, like really knowing yourself how you function and I think once you have that knowledge it's then accepting yourself as well um and yeah and some other stuff about figuring out life and I will talk more about that when it is ready to uh, be released into the world but you know it's that is the the thing that I'm really passionate about because I think that is my experience that is my journey as well that's where I was um and you know and now I have not got it all figured out I still have days obviously where you know I'm in a funk or I'm I'm finding things difficult whatever but you know compared to where I was before I'm in such a better mindset headspace and it's wanting to share that because I think you know I think it's quite a common feeling that sort of losing you know, touch with yourself and feeling disconnected, but something that a lot of us go through at different points in our life, um, and it's really difficult. You know, I think people maybe minimise it, you know, to themselves, like, oh, well, I haven't had anything particularly bad happen to me, but I mean, maybe people have in the past, but, you know, that kind of feeling of being lost and stuck, it's still just, it's, you know, that kind of, Oh, I think for me that kind of numbness and emptiness and you know it's it's yeah it just kind of you know what is the point of everything kind of feeling and so that is my kind of passion my kind of area to sort of I guess you know um I was reading something about uh, types of counsellors and people that go into to counselling and quite often it's the people um can be the kind of wounded healer who are like fixing themselves and I feel like I'm not fixing myself through doing this but I'm kind of fixing my past self if that makes sense or kind of creating something that I wish that I had at the time and so hopefully it will help people who are there now what does mental wellness mean to me so this is something I talked about in the first podcast this idea of you know, being um, resilient, being able to deal with the ups and downs in life, being connected to yourself and in touch with your emotions and kind of being present. And actually a lot of the stuff that um, I was talking about with Sarah today, which we'll hear next week, um, those kind of ideas that being present, being connected, being able to handle things. And, you know, life is full of ups and downs that you know that is what makes a life and it's being able to enjoy the highs and kind of you know get through the lows and learn from them and grow because that's what we do as humans we're constantly developing and learning so yeah I mean you know there's some kind of buzzwords in there 
on their like resilience as one at the moment and mindfulness and but I think that's a reason why they're buzzwords you know that's my thoughts um how do I look after my mental well-being so exercise I've sort of touched on briefly with the, the mood boosting my mood napping <laughs> and uh trying to take time for self-care journaling is something that I've you know been experimenting with I did some free journaling um like free writing where you just kind of write for a set amount of time at the moment I'm doing similar to what I'm doing now which is just talking to myself recording it (laughs) as a, a way of journaling and kind of you know articulating my ideas and kind of working through them verbally um and because I'm sort of driving around a lot with work it's kind of like a good use of that time I think or you know that kind of uh, something I'm not very good at if I'm not in a good headspace is um kind of shutting myself away um because you know the kind of social stuff can be really tiring um but what I'm trying to work on is if you know if I'm not having a good day is reaching out and kind of having that sort of social kind of interaction and um and support so yeah I sort of um, do that and obviously mindset has become my big thing so if I'm kind of in a cycle of negative thoughts or, or reacting to stuff trying to take a step back and you know assess that so um I've got a little um thing I use for if you're having thoughts so first is um is it true so uh, if I'm sort of you know getting upset that someone that I've upset someone or that you know someone has deliberately done something to upset me is it true like am I just kind of creating a story in my head that's not the reality of the situation um and if it's not true then why am I getting upset about it uh, so is it true is it helpful so sometimes we think kind of negative stuff about ourselves or you know we we kind of obsess over things that it might be true so it might fit past the first criteria but is it helpful you know if I um I've just eaten some cake today. Uh, it was someone's birthday at work. And so, you know, if I'm thinking, well, actually, I shouldn't, you know, shouldn't. I shouldn't have eaten cake or it's not good for me. That's true. But is it helpful to beat myself up about it? No. Because you know, I ate the cake. I enjoyed the cake. There's no point then obsessing about it. And, you know, it's not helpful. Then I feel I've missed a step somewhere on my three, on my steps, because four steps. Kai, is it true? Is it helpful? Is it kind? I think is one because you know that w- would you say it to a friend? And if you wouldn't say it to a friend, you know, don't say it to yourself. Like, we are so so critical in our heads, and so something might be true, it might be helpful to hear in some ways, but the way I'm delivering it, is it kind to myself? Because I think we should treat ourselves with a bit more self compassion and just kind of think would I would I say this to a friend in this format and if I did would they still be my friend and if the answer is no then you know you shouldn't be saying it to yourself in that way and then the last one is can I do anything about it so you know I might be thinking about something I wish I did differently maybe it's true maybe it's helpful to think about it maybe it is kind but if I can't do anything about it now it's in the past I've kind of you know, learn the lesson from it or whatever and I'm just going over and over and over and over something that I can't do anything about then you know what's the point I'm just getting worked up or in a cycle unnecessarily I can't do anything about it so you know it's I need to let it go I need to sort of take the lesson from it move on and I think it's that you know it's not you know it's that classic saying isn't it it's not the kind of things it's the way you react to them 
that is the issue the kind of thoughts that we have and that affects how we feel and and all of that um and you know we sort of stay going over and over and over something oh I shouldn't I shouldn't have said that I shouldn't have done that what do they think of me and you know rather than thinking okay so maybe I was tired and I was abrupt and I snapped at someone I shouldn't have done that I've apologized I need to be more mindful if I'm tired that I don't snap at people because it's not fair on them and then I feel bad etc so lesson learned if I then keep going over and over and over and over on this thing that that you know that happened it happened I've sort of dealt I've dealt with it as best I can by apologizing to the person explaining what happened I've taken a lesson from it like what purpose does it serve to keep going over and over over the fact that I shouldn't have done this thing so yeah so is it true is it kind is it helpful can you do anything about it and if not, then, you, you know, let it go. Move on. Um, describe my mindset. Um, oh, this is a hard one. <laughs> so this is unfair because I'm making everyone else answer it. Um, but I guess my my mindset now, I kind of sum up to... Um, I'm in control to a reasonable extent. But I can control. I can choose how I feel. Oh, I think this is uh, DDP. DDP yoga. Um fab if you want to uh, check it out so this is thing that like you choose how you um react how you adapt what is it you yeah i can choose how i think how i act how i react how i adapt etc completely destroying that quote <laughs> but yeah like you know i can choose how i respond to something how i react to it how i adapt how i learn from it you know that is is under my control it's hard i'm not saying it's easy um you know if someone is rude someone's inconsiderate or whatever it's hard sometimes to you know, step back and let go of that anger or annoyance or whatever but no one can make you angry and I think I talked about this um possibly last week you know people can be inconsiderate people can be rude people can be mean even but you know they're they're doing that but I own my emotions they can't make me feel anything they might be trying to make me feel something but you know I can choose to not let it bother me and it, and I am not saying it's easy because it is hard and takes work and I'm still, you know, doing it. I'm still learning. I'm still growing. That's, you know, a constant process. But, you know, I think once you sort of accept the truth that you can have an impact on how you think and feel um, and you're able to change your mindset, then it's just that, you know, it's a muscle, I think. It's just practicing it and and kind of getting better at it. And, um, yeah, so... I think that ultimately is my mindset that choosing and being present, trying not to um, live so much in my head. You know, I live a lot of my life in my head, in the past, in the future, people pleasing, all of that kind of stuff. And so what I'm trying to do is kind of bring my self, my awareness, whatever, down into my body, which I think is one of the reasons why the exercise is really useful because you know I'm doing CrossFit and I'm lifting a heavy weight above my head I need to be thinking about what is happening with my body or I am going to injure myself and to be honest when I first started doing it I did pull muscles in my back a fair bit so um you know I need to be present I need to concentrate and so I can't be so much in my head I need to connect with what's going on so I think that's my kind of um, mindset and new approach to life and the other one I, I think I might have mentioned before is that you know it's like an experiment so uh we sort of worry about what might happen in situations uh, i certainly do but that just i'm gonna give it a go and see what happens so the crossfit the exercises i'm just gonna give it a go see what happens 
and yeah i think that's my you know it's an experiment i think worrying about what's going to happen and the worst that could happen the way when we think about it is is way worse than the reality of that thing actually happening so i'm just yeah just trying just seeing what happens uh, so the next question uh, one to three tips people can put in place right now uh so i think um exercise um whether it is a walk in nature i sometimes find going out for a walk um just with pop up in the morning and what i will try and do is be present with him enjoy that time with him and try and connect him with all my senses so kind of think about what can i hear what can i see what can i smell as a way of reconnecting to my senses and you know into my body but you know whatever exercise works for you i think it is a, a good way of connecting into yourself and i think it is that sort of you know it's one of the top things that people say helps for mood mindset but actually um, it really did work for me so definitely recommend having some activity in your life i mean one of the other things that i really love and i didn't sort of talk about this with the mood is yoga uh, so i've just uh, recently done my yoga instructor course and that's possibly something that i'm going to teach alongside coaching and, and other things because i think it's very um beneficial and it's not just about the asanas the the postures it is about all the limbs of yoga and that kind of approach to life but um yeah I, i find sometimes i really like a dynamic flow yoga because if i'm doing power yoga so fast moving or whatever i can't be all up in my head because similar to the other exercise i've got to be concentrating on what i'm doing with my body and so you know if you're like me and you have trouble you know engaging with your body and sort of quieting the thoughts that's maybe something to try connection i famously um refer to myself as quite antisocial and not really liking people which isn't actually true i just uh you know i'm an introvert um i find social situations really draining and i i need to recharge and look after myself afterwards um but this year i've um really been you know trying to build more connections and connect to people more obviously professionally with what i'm doing but also on a, a personal level and i've got you know a couple of things i do where i've got groups where i'm you know talking to people about kind of deep meaningful stuff or just generally kind of connecting and sharing experiences or yeah just kind of connecting with people and i think that's um i was listening to a podcast and it was about blue zones so places where people have much much higher life expectancies and one of the parts of that was was these connections and i think there was a a term for these kind of special types of groups um that people had and i can't remember what the term is but there is um a blue zones website um that has all this information in and so that, you know that's a really really important aspect and you know it's it's something that i've been developing another top tip from the blue zones was a uh, drinking wine um occasionally or a couple times a week having a glass of red wine um just one for like the sort of you know the antioxidants or whatever and so i haven't added that into my life yeah i'm not a massive drinker at all i had my time during uni where i was a bit more so but now i very rarely drink um but i say that i do love an argentinian malbec uh, so two years ago i was traveling with my friend and one of the things we did was do a wine tasting in mendoza which is the wine sort of region of argentina and discovered malbec which now is my favorite wine um it's just fab so i do have a bottle at home actually so who, who knows maybe today um an act of self-care beginning of the holidays had quite a busy day today a bath with a glass of malbec maybe so exercise connection and i just think compassion 
like self-compassion, that thinking about how you talk to yourself. Because we are our own worst critics, uh, we talk to ourselves in a way that we wouldn't talk to anyone else. We, um, yeah, we can be really cruel <laughs> to ourselves and we get wrapped up in these shoulds, shouldn'ts, need to, etc. Uh, so, you know, you can uh, do this activity kind of theoretically or maybe physically if that helps. Sort of, you know, if you have a thought, you say something to yourself, write it out like in a text to a friend or imagine you're doing so. And then kind of stop and think like, would I send this to a friend? And if I did, would we still be friends? And we need to be like um, our own friend, not our own talk to ourselves like a friend. And I think this might be something that I talk about with Sarah. I definitely spoke about it with Sarah today, uh, whether it was pre-recording or post or during the podcast, I can't remember. But yeah, kind of being your own friend. So exercise, connect with people and be your own friend. Um, so the last thing is how people can connect with me and uh, I have all the links in the show notes but you can connect with me on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter at Psyche Coaching uh, it's the same across platforms uh, and there's usually a link in the show notes and obviously you know chat to me share your feedback your thoughts ask questions uh, so that's something that we're going to do on the podcast is ask a question each time um, you can also connect with me personally uh, so there'll be a link to my personal Instagram as well which I can't remember off the top of my head to be perfectly honest uh, and we also have um, a website which is uh, www.psyche so p-s-y-k-h-e dot co dot uk and you can email me hannah at psyche same spelling k dot co dot uk so um email me yeah anything questions thoughts ideas and yeah i think one last thing i wanted to share i mean i kind of talked about some of the things that helped me um as i said i wanted to and i think just the last thing um i'm gonna put a sort of post on the website about this is thinking about the uh the name psyche with a k and obviously you know psyche you think of psyche the c that kind of you know unconscious the personality the persona etc etc and so actually Psyche with a K came uh, actually I was preparing an introduction to psychology lesson uh, and so the root of the word psychology comes from psyche the one with the K uh, which is Greek Greek goddess of the soul the breath um, the self that kind of thing um, and so I included this in my presentation and then when I came to when I came to thinking about what to call the business actually you know it came back to me and so the symbol that's associated with psyche is the butterfly um, that classic symbol of transformation and sort of growth um, and change and that it's necessary to change um, and go through this change in order to become a butterfly or you know to um, to transform and I mean I also like butterflies now because of that you know they have a short life which is maybe kind of a sad thing to think about but it's a beautiful life um, and I think you know sometimes we kind of yeah we sort of lose sight of the beauty or the joy in life you know focusing on all this other kind of stuff and yeah I mean I just I just really liked that sort of soul breath etc all that kind of thing and that idea of um transformation and uh, change and uh, joy so that is where the kind of psyche comes from and also that link to persona and psyche and, and all of that so that is what the name's about uh so www.psyche.co.uk um it is a bit of a website in progress 
at the moment um but you can connect with us there um, and there'll be more content coming to the website soon and an online course coming soon as i've sort of touched on a little bit today and i will talk about that um in the next couple of weeks when there is more to share but you know if any of this has kind of resonated with you if you've got that feeling of being lost or stuck then uh, definitely it is you know a course for you to get out of that headspace and get to a point where you are you know you're living a well a joyful meaningful life is our kind of aim our sort of buzzwords so yeah stay tuned for that So that's everything for this episode. We hope you've enjoyed everything that's been talked about today and we would love to carry on this discussion. So please feel free to tweet us your views, your thoughts, any questions you have for future episodes. Um, And we're on all social media platforms. So feel free to follow us wherever you go for your social media fix. And uh, we will be back next week with more interesting topics and discussions If you've enjoyed this podcast, please do share it with your family and friends or anyone that you think would benefit from it. And please rate and review wherever you've downloaded it from so it can reach more people. We hope you have an awesome week and we're looking forward to chatting to you again next week. Bye.